Hello, everybody. Cheryl Atkinson here with the third in my series of experimental podcasts, really just audio recordings. I'll look at a professional format in the near future if there continues to be good feedback, so be sure and leave your comments on this page. I want to talk about the BuzzFeed story that claimed anonymous sources with information said Trump directed his lawyer to lie to Congress. As you may know, Special Counsel Mueller took the unusual step of debunking the story, at least parts of it. BuzzFeed, as of the date of this recording, stands by its story. In fairness to BuzzFeed, just because someone says your story isn't true doesn't mean it's not true. There are thousands of examples. In fact, many of the biggest stories in our history were first debunked or denied by somebody. Look at Fast and Furious. The government, you may recall, when I first broke that story, claimed... There was no such operation, no gun walking. And then the Department of Justice had to retract its letter to Congress in which it had said so. That took many months, and in the meantime, they said, well, if it happened, it was confined to some rogue ATF agents in Arizona. ATF headquarters knew nothing. But when documents showed that ATF headquarters in Washington, D.C. knew everything, they said, well, the Department of Justice didn't know. When documents show DOJ knew, they said, well, Attorney General Eric Holder didn't know. And when documents showed that he had been repeatedly briefed, he said he didn't read them and that the White House didn't know. When documents showed White House communications, President Obama declared executive privilege to keep further documents secret. All that having been said, I want to focus on a related matter back to the BuzzFeed story. This may seem arcane in a technical sense, but Some of you might be interested, and it's crucial in the business of journalism. Reporting that's based on other people's reporting can often be very risky, especially today. But when it's done, tenets of accuracy and ethics demand the proper attribution. Too often it's lacking, and the BuzzFeed case is a perfect example. After the article was published, CNN wrote, quote, Two federal law enforcement officials involved in an investigation of the matter told BuzzFeed, end quote, that Trump directed his attorney Cohen to lie. Again, this may seem technical, but CNN doesn't know anybody told BuzzFeed anything. They only know that's what BuzzFeed reported. So the CNN story, to the extent that it copied the BuzzFeed reporting, should have read, BuzzFeed says two federal law enforcement officials involved in an investigation told them. CNN also stated further in its article on the web, quote, the law enforcement officials told BuzzFeed that Trump directed Cohen to claim negotiations ended months earlier than they did. Again, CNN is reporting something as if a fact that it has no firsthand knowledge or evidence of. The CNN statement should more accurately read BuzzFeed says the law enforcement officials told BuzzFeed that Trump directed Cohen. Same issue with another CNN statement. Quote, the law enforcement sources told BuzzFeed that Cohen confirmed to special counsel Robert Mueller's team that Trump issued the order to lie to Congress. Why is all of this important? It's just a few words. If we in the media are going to do our best not to compound media mistakes... And there are so many today from the New York Times on down to quasi-news media like Rolling Stone. If we're going to do our due diligence to try to avoid passing on mistakes or bad reporting, it comes in several parts. First, 
we should try to verify the reports ourselves. If we can't, we should be very careful about repeating the reporting, especially when it's based on anonymous sources, as this was. Especially if the entity has a spotty track record for factual reporting, as BuzzFeed does. If we do think the story is important enough to repeat and we can't confirm it ourselves, it must come with journalistic attribution and caveats. In other words, CNN can't say law enforcement officials told BuzzFeed anything. They can only report that BuzzFeed says it was told these facts by certain officials. This is basic journalism. I think I learned this rule in one of my first classes at the University of Florida in journalism school. I'm not sure why these basic rules about being careful, rules that protect us and our reputations individually and as an industry, why they're so often being flouted today. Here's the most important reason why I think we have to be careful about these seemingly arcane matters. We're being used. The propagandists, whether leakers connected to the government or spinners linked to corporations, they know if they can't get an uncorroborated narrative in the regular news media, or if it might be a little tougher, or if they might have to show a little more proof than they have, all they have to do is get a quasi-news outlet to pick it up, and then it crosses over. Before you know it, CNN and all the others, they're reporting that somebody else reported it. It's not an accident. It's a strategy. It's a tactic on the part of the propagandists. I write more about this in my book, The Smear. If we allow it, we're simply tools of the propagandists rather than reporters of news. And correcting mistake after it's exposed doesn't change that. Let me know what you think in the comments section on this page and share this podcast if you like it. You can support my fight against government overreach, my lawsuit Atkinson versus Department of Justice and FBI for the government computer intrusions, by visiting the Atkinson Fourth Amendment Litigation Fund on GoFundMe. It was started by a diverse group of civil rights and free press individual advocates after they learned there were no press or civil rights groups assisting this landmark case. Thanks for listening. Think for yourself, do your own research, and make up your own mind.